Resilient Business Podcast, a resource for collective action in a time of crisis. We've started this pop-up podcast to help entrepreneurs and business owners build resilience. We'll be sharing concrete advice to get through the very real challenges around COVID-19. And we'll also be facilitating space to come together as a wider community so that we can support and encourage one another. Your hosts today are Heather Thorkelsen and me, Toril Wilhelmsen. This episode of Resilient Business FM is brought to you by Remarkable Communication, which is the brainchild of our co-host, Sonia Simone. You can check out her work and services at www.remarkable-communication.com. She's awesome. So let's jump into it. Today, we're going to talk about mindful speed, because two things happen when things get weird. We either race in a crazy direction all over the place, or we freeze in place. Those are both very natural, but neither is helpful. No, they're not. And I think it's something to be learned in these crazy times about how we are uh, behaving on a daily basis, but also the natural uh, pace of how we run our businesses. And a very helpful concept when we think about mindful speed and speed in general is the cult of speed. And this was a concept brought up by Carl Honore. He's um, the godfather of the slow movement and has written several books about the topic. And he has challenged that, you know, uh, buzzing speed up world where everything seems to be a battle against something and we're always kind of at war. Uh, if it's uh, to get through our emails in time and answer them uh, to get to zero inbox, or if it's how we go through our day in a very uh, rushed pace. It's so much to learn now about how to slow down in the workplace to have a more productive workday, but not rushed, but also to live a happier life and uh, do things at a pace that's more healthy for us. Absolutely. So part of recognizing that we're in the, when we're in the middle of some big crisis as we are right now is to not overwhelm ourselves with taking on too much stuff. So I want to ask the question, as business owners, what can we ship on a short timeline without reinventing the wheel? How can we launch smaller things? So what I mean by that is creating low risk opportunities for your clients or customers, you know, things that require shorter payment plans, less overwhelm, less expensive, just more bite-sized bits of help that we can offer. And of course, offer anything that you can either digitally or in a way that respects quarantine and shelter in place requirements. So for example, restaurants where Sonia lives have been offering delivery on a no contact basis. So you pay online and the delivery person leaves the meal outside your door. If you're someone who's completely online based, maybe you have a more robust program that you offer, how can you distill some of those pieces of what you offer in the program down to more bite-sized pieces that are really affordable and that can offer people health, help and relief in their businesses right now. Yeah, that's very helpful. I've also been talking to a lot of my clients that have bigger offers that they were supposed to launch and they have deliberately taken a break now. So instead of going full on in launch mode, they've actually taken a break and Uh, pull the brakes on that big launch to just um, take a a 
some time out of uh, a very hectic launch cycle and take care of themselves and their families in very challenging times. Because when things like this hits, it's uh, also shifting our priorities. So it's important that we can uh, think things through and not just go, go, go. So a very uh, helpful thing these days, I think, is to use some time to uh, relieve ourselves from all the stress and stop and pause and then go. So instead of just go, 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 it's uh, a very good idea now to take some time and think, am I going in the right direction still? Because when the world changes, the context for our businesses changes and then also uh, people's priorities change. So both for your own sake and for your customers, it's a good idea to look through your plans again and see if you're going in the right direction or if you should um, make a new plan. Absolutely. I love that idea of stop, pause, go instead of go, go, go. I, I need to apply that to myself even a little bit. So thanks for sharing that, Toril. And that really goes beautifully into this idea uh, that I want to share next, which is managing your daily workflow. So, um, you know, we all have different times of day when we're sort of more plugged in, we're more mentally on and we can, we can focus. Um, but some of us, self-included, tend to get a little bit too focused and I forget to do exactly what you just said, Toril, which is take a pause. So I really want to encourage you while you're adjusting to this new normal of working from home, many of you have been working from home already, but now you're working from home with other distractions, like perhaps your family, which didn't used to be on top of you. So how can you sort of re-envision and restructure how you're, how you're fitting in your work to, to the daily distractions? Uh, are you getting up enough? You know, are you moving around enough? Are you getting outside for five minutes to just get some air? Because that's also super helpful. And then also, you know, on the flip side, when you do have those times of deep concentration, have you asked the people around you, the people that are in your house right now, likely your family, to help create those boundaries that you need to stay in focus for those focus zones? And, you know, I often think about, I live out in the countryside, so I don't have a lot of disruptions, but sometimes when I'm in the middle of like a serious concentration zone, someone will come to my door and want to sell me something, or they want to talk to me about, I don't know, home insurance or something. And it just completely <laughs> throws me off. It drives me nuts. I'm like, I moved to the country for a reason, people, <laughs> but they still find me. So, you know, I find that really disruptive and it's hard to get back into what I was doing because I'm also dealing with those emotions of frustration of like, why are you here bugging me? You know, and then it then it spills over into my my efficiency in those periods of time when I really just want to focus on work. So so yeah, just you know, I, I'm encouraging you to give a little bit of thought to your daily workflow. Where do you need to put up boundaries? When do you need to get up, get out, walk out the door, get some fresh air, and just inject a little bit more ease into the whole process during this very intense time. Yeah, and it's so important to remember what's in that word flow because it's like a river and the water will always reach the sea sometimes. So even if you are um, distracted or someone disrupts you, then you can always get back to the flow you were in before. So thank you for sharing about how that uh, um, like manifests through your own days, uh, Heather. <laughs> Absolutely. 
I was thinking about how this whole thing uh, feels in my body when we have experienced this stress now. And I was thinking about how it feels uh, a little bit like sitting in a roller coaster that suddenly stops a bit too abruptly. So it's um, been like feeling, feeling it in my stomach uh, when a wagon stops on a roller coaster. So if we've been spinning a bit too fast in our normal days and the ordinary life we've been living, um, this can actually be an important wake-up call for many of us. So now we kind of we have to reset, we have to reevaluate what's going on in our businesses and life. And it's actually not possible right now to be in that fast forward mode that many of us have been stuck in. And even the English language is centered around racing. I own a co-working space also in the countryside, and it's literally called running a co-working space, right? And sometimes I do feel that I'm running around to fix everything. But now we've all been also given this positive opportunity, this golden ticket to evaluate how we are doing things and how we would like things to be in the future. So in the midst of all the terrible effects from the pandemic, I think it's definitely something good that will come out of this as well. And we have to remember that when we feel stressed. So we will learn some powerful lessons here. And I'm excited to see how people are going to apply those in the uh, days and weeks and months and even years going forward. So this is kind of learning by doing on its highest level. We have to cope, cope now, but why, uh, won't, uh, why don't we also learn how to thrive with a slower pace than we're used to? And maybe something good will come from that. Such a good point. So that brings us to the recommendation of the day. And uh, that's something I've learned from Carl Honore, the founder of uh, the slow movement. And it's when you feel that you're in that over busy mode, stop for a minute and take some slow breaths and ask yourself, am I doing this at the right speed? And we also recommend checking out Carl's books on carlhonore.com. Um, I especially would recommend In Praise of Slow, which is the foundational text on the slow movement, and The Slow Fix, which is more of a recipe for tackling complex problems in every walk of life, from your health to relationships to business. And in that book, you learn to avoid short-term quick fixes in favor of lasting solutions. And Carl also has a course on this called The School of Good Slow. Fantastic. Carl is such a great person to refer to at this time. I'm, I'm hoping that his ideas are getting a lot more traction because this is a very unique time in history, 100%. And I, I so resonate with what you said, Toril, about maybe this is a, a time for us to be sort of rethinking the way we do everything and have some lasting change moving forward. So uh, with the final word of encouragement for this podcast episode, I'm actually going to go back to Carl and uh, share a quote from him. So the quote is, embracing a slower tempo can spark richer thinking, creating, collaborating, innovating, and problem solving. And who doesn't need more of those things in a richer level? I love that. So we'll be back tomorrow with an episode on protecting your confidence as a business owner. If you found this episode helpful, please do share it or like it on social media. 
Better yet, subscribe to us on your podcasting platform of choice and consider leaving a review. Anything you can do to help us get the word out is hugely appreciated. You can find all the relevant links and show notes at resilientbusiness.fm. Until then, stay safe and do great things.